my need for a man is genuinely you're my you know my 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 soft spot my secret my you know we can build together there's no maybe putting them down because if you don't have like none of that you know what I'm saying so ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of I'm Wine Central Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. With me, I got my good fellas and lady, man. Um, T, what's good with you, man? How you feeling? I'm good. How's everyone doing? I'm feeling well, alive, you know, ready to get this on. Okay, well, I mean, we've got a very great show going, so hopefully you're prepared to share. You're prepared to dive into, you know, whatever topics that, you know, we got for the listeners today. But um, Always. Confirm, confirm. Chef T, what up, bro? What it do, what it do, what it do. You already know I'm back with it again, you know. Time for another episode. Time to switch it up, you know. Glad to see everybody. Glad for the people that listen to the podcast. Subscribe. We got another thing for you guys. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Bye bye, Lord. Amen. What's up, man? Nothing much. I've just been trying to read my Bible because every time we do any Bible <laughs> scriptures, I get disrespected and I get embarrassed. <laughs> so I came to Colorado to pick up my Bible <laughs> and I'll be reading it on my entire flight back home. So next time you guys will test me, I'll know what the hell I'm talking about. Hey, but it's on a problem. It's up. on a problem. <laughs> Let's love get the show started. <laughs> but why did you have to go all the way to Colorado to get your Bible, bro? Because it's a personal Bible. I've had it like since I was a kid, man. It has my name engraved on it and everything. It's special. Is it a King James? I read, I read, I read the Bible like on my phone, but you know, there's nothing like a good book. Mm. So this is why you've been forgetting your verses because you forgot it in Colorado. I'm glad you understand where I was headed. <laughs> I used to sleep with my Bible on my nightstand. So every time I'm sleeping, I just turn a page open. And then when I wake up to use the bathroom, I turn the page. That same night standard has other things in it. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, ma'am. You know, <laughs> ma'am. That sounds like a female trait. I don't know what, what, what men keep it. <laughs> I don't keep nothing in my night stand except my, you know, my weapon of choice. That you never use anyways, just like your Bible. Anyway. Yeah. Ah, um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. I see how I see how this episode is going. I see how it's leaning. Then I put on Let's your bullet. Hey, Straight bullets are flying everywhere. So fuck your bullet. Buy a bulletproof vest. Innocent bystanders. But uh listen, man. Um off on the games. Um episode is sponsored by SITM Podcast. Go follow them on all streaming and social platforms. SITM Podcast, unique like that. Um, while you're at it too, follow us on all social platforms at PWC Cast uh, and um, all streaming platforms at Palm Wine Central Podcast. As usual, man, share with your aunties, your exes, um, your uncles, your dad, mom. You know, let them chime in too, man. Share questions, comments. If they want to come on the platform, let them come through too. We would love to receive them and definitely have a chat with them. Hey, man, we'll have a very special guest in the building as usual. I'm going to do Chef T. I mean, I'm a passenger Chef T to give us the honors, you know I mean? To do the honors to introduce our guest. So, Chef T, man, category. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, um, today we have a lovely guest, a uh, lovely woman I met, you know, a year ago. You know, I was just hustling and grinding, you know, in the IT world, just happened to stumble upon this person, you know, a carpool rider, and 
turn from a carpool rider to, you know, co-workers, from co-workers to, you know, good friends. And, you know, we just kept that relationship going on uh, since then, you know. Um, I want to make sure I do this the right way. You know, we, we got the IT consultant, you know, got to put some accolades on there. You know, we got the co-owner of Wine Candle Business, also involved in rental investment. We also have the owner of the Mellon Marketing for Business Development. We have no other than Misha. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. What's good? What's good? If you hey, can Misha. just let, <laughs> let us know about yourself, your intro. Okay. You are, are you single? Where are you from? You know, give us a little insight. So my name is Misha. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, born and raised. I've lived in a couple of different, you know, um, states, but I still only rep Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm really a jack of all trades. I mean... I do rep that I am an IT consultant, but I am into a lot of different things, um, real estate, a candle business. Um, I also have, uh, we're launching in 2024, a drug testing business with um, DOT as well. So anything where the money's at, that's where I'm at. So that's just me. Um, I am single. I do have two children. And, um, yeah, I just love to hustle and grind and looking forward to moving on up all 2024 and forward. Nice, nice, nice. That was lovely to hear, lovely to hear, Bisha. Uh, we wanted to jump in, and if you can just let us know, you know, um, tell us about your IT journey, you know, what inspired you to enter the industry to feel, what, what got you going into the IT so the IT journey, um, I got into it because I wanted to get to healthcare, but I wasn't going to do like the extra of like the schooling with nursing or being a doctor, but I still wanted to make a difference. So um, a friend of mine introduced me into the IT world. I end up, um, you know, learning all about it and um, got my, um, I actually started as an intern at one of the hospitals. And then from there, it was it was on. Started learning different modules, started learning different techniques, and just started working and traveling in many different states. Shout out to that friend that got you into the IT industry. You know what I mean? Um, it's not easy. You know, a lot of people still out here trying to find their way in, knocking on the wrong door. And you know, uh, shout out to that person. Kudos to them. Uh, if you could just let us know, how do you balance, you know, the aspect, you know, you said you do other things other than IT. How do you balance the technical aspects of IT and also the creative demands of your wine candle business? Um, well, as far as the wine candle business, I'm co-owner. It's actually my mom who does like the production and um, different things like that. I more so do the um the, I handle like the business side of it. So as far as contracting in different stores, as far as um, doing the sources of, you know, how much she make, how much she should produce and, um, you know, networking in different places. So it works out that I do the IT because when I travel outside of work, I um, network with different people. And then from there, I can, you know, 
let them know what I do on the side and then, um, you know, grow the business that way as well. Um, I manage the IT with, you know, continuing education, studying and learning different modules to grow in the industry. And I feel like the higher you are in certain positions, the less work you do. <laughs> so that's what helps me balance the both. So with this uh, candle business, you know, is this something online that someone can be in another state? Yes, it, it, it is. How can it we is. get access to this? It is online. It's www.itawinecandle.com. And um, we are originally based in Florida, and we have a store coming in Boston, Massachusetts. So um, check us out on www.itawinecandle.com. And uh, since we're on the wine candle topic, can you explain how you, is it, do you just carry wax and then pour some wine in there? No, 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 no. <laughs> So the reason why we're a wine candle business is because we take original wine bottles oh. and then we cut those bottles and then we'll, the, you know, an empty bottle, we'll cut them and then we'll produce like different scents of the different wines. So if you're into Cabernet, you're going to get the smell of the Cabernet. If you're into um, Chardonnay, you're going to get the smell of the Chardonnay. And okay. we kind of started that where a lot of people who were like, um, uh, you know, couldn't drink no more for whatever reason, but still, you know, wanted that scent around so we give them the scent where you don't have to actually drink it but that scent was still around and i'm telling you this smells good like no regrets yeah. when you get that um wine candle so everything is handmade it's cut is produced at home or you know where we do um you know certain productions in certain areas and everything is it's, it's really hard work like it's not just we're putting candle in any random bottle we are cutting it we're producing it we're collecting bottles and more so that's why we call it um a wine candle hey chef t when you're done with that wine bottle bro you know where to send it i heard that approach and a dynamic when it came you know like i, I mentioned earlier we had another guest prior that you know had a candle business but the wine candle, the way you broke it down, I'm like, oh, no, nah, this is a whole nother level, a whole nother. Oh, yeah, this is different. Right. We we really, you know, cut um, and, you know, we do all the extra and get that wine um, pr produced and out there. And they smell so good. Um, I'll send you guys some. Like, they smell <laughs> I was, so good. I was just know, about to ask. Send like, a little treat to the podcast. I will. Yeah, I will. Just sure. send me your address and stuff like that. We have a promotion going on for Christmas right now, too. So, yeah. um we have, you know, different um, scents going on, but yeah, it's um, it's it's unique. What what's your favorite? If you if you had to pick one, what, what what's your you know what's your top seller? Which one are you going with? Um, I like the Chardonnay, but there is one. It's not really a wine um, scent, but there's one that my mother created called Butt Naked, and Butt Naked smells so good. <laughs> Don't ask me why she created that name, but Butt Naked is that that's a good set. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Moss was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Might, what do you mean wonder what she was thinking? Exactly. You came out of her butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> she might have thought about me, hey. I'm not sure, but butt naked is a good set as well. Um, I wanna I wanna see, I'm gonna read the ingredients of that. 
That reminds mm. me. That reminds me of uh, that reminds me of Erica Badu waking up one morning and decided to sell perfume of a fart. What? Hey, bro. Huh? Oh wait, we do have a candle. Hey, we do have bro. a candle called Monkey Farts. We do have a candle called Monkey Farts. Yeah. Smells good, but you know, sometimes people like funky stuff. So it's it's all part of you know <laughs> the weirdness. The weirdness sells. I'll tell you that. Monkey Farts Listen. does sell. You you were going. You started from butt nigger, and then you went to monkey farts. I just well, because that's because other... he because that's because of what he said. So I had to put it out there that there is a scent called monkey farts as well. Do you have another monkey scent? That can top that one? Uh, <laughs> that's wild. So 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 the um so the interest in the candle business is it really from like your mom and you just managed, or this is something that it's you know, um or... it's from my mom and um i just managed so i am one of those people where um a lot of people come to me for marketing um business advice different things like that um i study a lot of different things and backgrounds and it's just i'm just like that go to to you know give that advice of what's going to work, what makes sense um, for different people and things like that. So that's where, you know, she has me as co-owner, but at the same time too, I'm business side. If I want something, I'm going to go get it. And she knows that. And a lot of people know that. And if it makes sense, I'm going to make it make sense. If you get what I said, <laughs> say it. So um, I guess that's just where, you know, I land with that. And as far as the candle um, business and, you know, going forward with other things that I do to um, make money and produce. And so would you say, you know, because I also have here, you said with the uh, B Mellon marketing for business development from that side of your business, is that kind of like what linked your mom was like, oh, she's already in marketing doing this, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how that pulls me in because, you know, like I said, I'm very vocal. I like to network, and I'm everywhere. So, why not go to me? How 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 did you come up with the name of that? The B Million Marketing. B Million. B Million. Um, B Million. Well, B Million. So my name is Misha Blanc, and um, I have like little nicknames like Mimi, Mibi, or things like that. So as far as Mibi goes, hey, I. You got your focus is always going to be on millions and billions, so that's where you know, like that kind of million and B million all like kind of um, was put together. Because at the end of the day, your goals or anybody's goals, we all want to be rich. So I feel like you kind of have to, you know, um, give yourself that aspect. Like I'm gonna be this person. I'm gonna be that. You're not gonna sit here in short, you know and short-term yourself or sh- you short yourself on anything. So <laughs> be million, you know what I'm saying? You got to, um, what are we going to say? Um, I have the word for it, but I'm tongue-tisting right now. <laughs> but um, it is, that's just where how that um, collide together. Nice. You got to yeah. affirm all of these things, affirmations, to, you know, what you want to be, what you want to have and go from there. And, um, the way you have these different ventures, right? How do you, my question is, do you use all these different ventures to connect them all and like, and like pocket them in one in one way to let one use the other one as an advantage? Like 
if you're doing the real estate, you take your candle there and you, know, you, you light oh, that. Oh, for sure. Right the before. candle's okay. going to be an incentive. Okay. Or okay. Different things like that. You know, I'm going to have candles that are free that, you know, you're going to test it and you're going to smell it and stuff like that. Um, Everything rolls into a circle. So there's no business that's going to lap from one from the other. Everything is going to be in rotation. So, yes. For sure. And as far as the real estate, um, it's more of I built different teams into like a group of friends. So if you guys are you guys are all in podcast together, four of you guys are friends and this that I have different um, real estate backgrounds of showing people how to put your money together and go into a property together. And then six months from now, one of you guys, you know, refinance and give that property to the other or so forth or different that. So by the end of two years, I usually, you know, teach people to do it in four. By the end of the two years, everybody got their own property. So it's a little different, like, you know what I mean, when it's real estate. I'm not a real estate agent, but I school you on how your group of friends can get properties and everybody eats at the end. Professor, I see you. It makes sense. I like mm-hmm. that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna need you in a, in a few months. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, I'm no problem. Line. Yeah, when I when when twenty four. <laughs> when you when you send them candles, I get the candles. I'll be like, all right, bet. Let me hit her up. <laughs> but you don't yeah. send me the candles. <laughs> so yeah, so that's just where that is because sometimes, um, I'm more of where my friendships are at in life is. We have to grow together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to have a friend just to have a friend or we're going to go have a drink or a party. My friend has to bring something to the table as well as I can bring for them. And I believe people look at that as, oh, for relationships. No, you got to look at that for friendships as well. So that's where that situation, how I started with that is, all right, I don't want friends that's just, hey, we all... No, ha ha ha, gossiping. No, we're not doing any of that. How can our friendship grow and our money grow as well? So that's how that started. And that's how, you know, I established that whole real estate thing. So what do you do with people who don't align to that? I don't mess with them. I don't deal with them. Um, And not so if they're not going to invest, but I take friendships as, um, like I break down certain type of friendships. So if I want to go out on a weekend or this, that, and the third, I kind of do know which friend to call for that. But I also know that friend is not going to know my personal life or my business or anything to that aspect. It's just going to be that good time for that moment. And that's just that. And after that outing is outing, that's it. We might not talk for a month or two because I'm not going out no more. I'm focusing on business and what I need to do as moving for the next step. So, I mean... I'm not going to say every friend has the means to do certain things, nor am I not going to knock them because they don't have it. But at the same time, too, I know how to level different people in my life. So with that said, um, right now, wait, I don't know if you mentioned if you were single, dating, married. I am single right now. Okay. You're single, mother of two, right? Yes. So at this point in time now, um, and, you know, with you in your bag, a man approaching you. Right. What are what is it that you're looking for? At Honestly, this point in time? um, 
I'm really not looking for the simple fact I do have two daughters and they are, you know, um, 11 and eight. And I feel like dating scene has been like trash. And I also travel a lot too. So because I travel a lot, I don't expect a man where I'm gone on three, five weeks, six weeks, this and that. I don't see them being loyal to it. And that's just my honest truth. Um, maybe they can visit me on a project or however the case is. But I just feel like if you built with someone and after a while, they're not going to be able to see you every day. You're gone, this, that, and the third. I don't think that I can be there physically for them to grasp the energy of trying to be faithful. So I don't even put myself into that predicament of trying to find that mate to even go through that scenarios. And my children are young as well too. I also don't want to put myself in a dating scene where, oh, my kids think this person's cool or introduce my kids to that person. And because they can't take the way I work or the way I'm traveling and different things like that, that now they're gone and now my kids is like, who's this? So I really kind of want to date like serious when they're more of a teen and certain things like that don't matter for them. So that's my dating life. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I do have friends. <laughs> I'll say that. What you mean? What you mean friends? Like friends, friends or like? <laughs> I mean, I do have people that if I do, you know, I'm home or wherever, we, I can go on dates. I can be oh. happy. I'm content. Hey, friend. Of, <laughs> of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to put no label on it. I'm not going to be a fool to put a label on it. I'll say See? that. Listen, I tell you this right now. A lot of times I've always said this on this podcast. But like, yeah, that's just my friend. Like, that's my friend. And, and they always, like, hash me out about it. And I'm glad somebody's came not even here, like, you know, I feel like we're on the same page with that. I'm not putting first no of all, nothing. First of all, don't don't even we're not even trying to go there, but since you want <laughs> you since you want me to ask this question, I might as well ask a question, right? So okay. What if right, what if there's a man who actually comes through and he fits, he checks those boxes? Right. What if he checks those boxes? You will refuse yourself of that. I would not that. say I would refuse myself for that, yeah. uh, with that. But what I'm saying is it does just like, I don't want to say experience, but just knowing me in the IT world and what goes on, it takes a lot. You know what I mean? I've, I've talked to people who's in relationships, even married couple who have certain things that are in shambles, or I've watched where I'm in the IT world and people got their own on the road boyfriends, on the world girlfriends. So as far as people being faithful in this industry, <laughs> that, that's a lot. And then as far as to think that there's a person at home faithful for you, I mean, I guess, I guess um, it factors, is that person hustling themselves and bringing to the table where they don't have time to even be dibbling and dabbling too. It also depends on what type of guy you do meet as well too, because if I'm outside hustling and, you know, gone three, four weeks, what is he doing as a job or whatever the case is where he might not even have the space to meet somebody. But for the most part, where I'm at right now, they do have all that opportunity. So again, I'm not going to set myself up to things that I know a 
certain people might not be able. Because in the beginning, you got a girl, she's making this money, she's this and that and the third. But when you're lonely, what do you really do? And then I have, I'm in the industry, I don't know when I'm coming home. One minute is they tell me I'm here for three weeks. The next minute turn to five. The next minute turn to six, seven. It's what what I, doing? He works it's what I know. And yeah. he does remote work. So he'll, he'll come in and find you. Don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> works remote. So you can be there three weeks. He's in a hotel while you're at the hospital. I mean, that's His true, job. too. That is that is true, too. Don't, don't count I mean, it out, sister. Don't, don't. I don't count it out. I don't count it out. But so far in my city, or maybe like the people I've bumped into, I just don't see that for us. So it is what it is. You better speak it into existence, man. It's, it's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to speak it to existence. But like I said, it's not even more so of me being like scared to be cheated on. That's not even my factor. It's just having children and something may not work out. And I don't want my children to endure of, you know, loving a guy or used to someone or whatever. It's really not me thinking. I'm like, I'm not that female that thinks, oh, all guys are the same or I'm going to get played or whatever. It's really the aspect of who I bring to the table for my children. And that's just where I'm at. See, me, for example, like if, say, for example, you know, I approached you and I knew you had two kids and I still decided that, you know, I wanted to pursue you. The one, I mean, in that point of inception, the one thing that will make me stop pursuing you is if you decided that you want to introduce me to your kids at that point in time. To no, me, oh, wait, no. I would never introduce a man to my kid. You, I would have to already have dated you more than a year and some more change before you're going to see my children. That has nothing to do, like, we're, you will never see that. Like, I need to know that you're so solid. I think you have to be close to marriage or fiance with me before you meet my kids. Mm-hmm. And then that will make or break if I'm going to fully marry you because now you're in front of my kids. They got to like you as well. They got to, you got to be an impact, but I'm definitely not that woman that's going to introduce any man I date to my children. Hell no. So let me get this. Hell straight. no. Let me get this straight. Maybe I'm the one hearing, I'm hearing different things or probably other people here, but let me just tell you what I'm thinking. I'm hearing, um, you know, I got my kids. I got my job, everything is good, but I don't want the man. I just, but I also want the perks of it. Like for example, friends with benefits, but I don't want the man. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that so far, the men, the men that I've met haven't given me the, I want want to do a future with you or to the point where you're going to meet my kids. I haven't got to that level with a guy yet. That's gotcha, what I'm gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense now. That makes sense. Okay. I have a follow-up question for Misha. Um, you're raising two girls, right? And Correct. you have your hand in a lot of in a, a lot of bags and you're busy, you're building your life. Um, do you think it's important to you for your daughters to see you thrive in every aspect as a woman, teaching them that, not just um um how to you know hustle and get their money right like also get their soul and what is important to them eternally internally as as as, uh relates to like relationship with um with a man do you think that's important for your daughters to see that um growing up or no 
Um, I believe that's important for them. So that's why I am one of those people who I'm not a bitter, bitter mother. I do let them go see their dad. I do let them understand their dad. I do let them figure out why me and their dad don't work out as well, too, because I'm not going to program in their head what went wrong, this, that, and the third. There are certain mm -hmm. ways that I am as a mother and what I teach in my household versus what goes on on his. They see it for themselves, so I don't have to speak on it. You know, they'll come to me and be like, hmm, dad was with this person. Or, hey, he took us to that, where they're starting to see different things. Yes, in a sense, as a mother, I want to block it and be like, oh, I don't want my child. But I also don't block it because I want them to not get it from me. But as they grow, understand why it didn't work out for us and understand what type of man he is himself, where they be where they'll know that's not what they want. You know what I mean? I could be that mom that blocks it to sit there and be like, oh, you're, 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 you're giving my children an image that I don't want them to see. But at the same time, too, how are they going to learn if they don't see? So that's where they're learning it. You know, like the difference of why I am alone, why this and the third. Um, there was a point one day my child said to me, oh, I understand why you're not with daddy. I said, what? Hmm. Who would you say that? She goes, he's a player. I said, how did you even, you know what I mean? Like, how? And, you know, they, they'll break down, like, the difference of, you know, well, he was at this house, and then we went there. So even though they're young, they still pick up on, you know, and, and that's where I could have shut it down. But at the same time, too, they love him, and they still, you know what I mean? Um, they still respect him, but they also are seeing what, you know, like, mm, I don't want mommy to have that. But they understand that girl or whoever it is is not mommy so that's just on them but they're still going to do that time with their dad so i think that's where um the teaching goes on like i just let let things flow and kind of let them see why there's a difference between our household and that household and the difference between why we're not together honestly appreciate it so basically uh i'm going to ask you a question before we go to the next segment you you looking for a house husband? Because it looks like you you know you got a full hand. You might need help at the crib. You know, making sure the kid's good after that one year probation period. I have no problem. <laughs> I have no problem. I'll sign that probation. I mean, so I just I so I wouldn't say looking. I think that when anybody who is in love or end up falling in love, it just finds them. I wouldn't sit there and say I am looking for a man. You know what I mean? But I also want to make sure that I'm established enough where my needs for a man has nothing to do with finances or anything like that. My need mm. for a man is genuinely you're my, you know, my, my, my soft spot, my secret, my, you know, we can build together. There's no maybe putting him down because if he don't have or like none of that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those situations where. God send. That's how I look at it. God send. Well, not well, no searching. Well, just know if you send that them candles, I will figure out that return address. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta <laughs> You ain't gotta worry about no pin find. I'm gonna find your ass, don't worry. <laughs> and I'm gonna no, be like, but, what what that booty no. stink candle at? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> at the mood. But yeah, so I'm not 
starching. Like I'm just, gotcha. you know, I'm like, I'm not that girl that's gonna sit here and be like, oh, what he got? Oh, this and that. Like if it's like a genuine, like, wow, hey, hi, how you doing? Shake hands, this and that, and conversation good, good, okay. We we can we can we can rock. We can see where it goes. But as far as that being my focus, no, as a no, I'm not. That I'm looking for a man is not my focus right now. If the right man does come along and things match up and he happens to say he wants more kids, is that something that you're open to? Yikes. That's a hard question. So more kids will literally have to sit with marriage mm -hmm. and financially stable crazy. And when I say financially stable crazy, like financially stable crazy, like we have a nanny. Okay. <laughs> kids okay. is not easy you know what i mean it's it's not easy and i already have kids who's already you know like they don't like they're of age of you can drop them off to somebody or whatever and watch them where it's not a big deal you know what i'm saying um i just so basically i don't want to be a housewife okay. like i want to i want to be a wife but not a housewife i want he brings to the table, I bring to the table, there's happiness, there's family vacations, there's different things, but I'm not gonna be that woman where he clocks out, he comes home, dinner's ready and all this extra stuff. No, I want, we coming back and say, how was work, how was work? <laughs> how about we take a shot? Because we're hey, both, hey, you know what I mean, today. But that's just that, like, I don't need a person to take care of me. I want you to take care of me mentally, but, or in physically, but financially, I want us to be at the same level. Gotcha, gotcha. Don't worry, they're, they're, they're listening. Don't worry, they they <laughs> gonna come after you soon. Don't worry. Well, then, speaking of children, we have an interesting um, video, okay? Wait, do you want to kind of like prep people for what they're about to hear? <laughs> Let's jump into it, bro. Let's, Let's jump into it. No, I don't want to. I just no want to, I want to get prep, everyone. Bro. Yeah. Original. Go on, tell me. So this girl went on her bachelorette in Amsterdam and her future husband went on his stag do to Amsterdam, but stupidly they went at the same time. Okay. Anyway, there's this like kinky bar. There's holes in a wall and the men put their penis through the hole and then like the women suck the dicks. And then there's a button. If you want the person's face and body to be revealed, you press the button. Is it other customers or the, are they sex workers? No, they're normal people. Okay, all right. There's a bar that's split into two. One side of the bar is a men, one side is a woman, and they're putting their penis through the holes. What the fuck? She's sucking a dick, yeah? She's doing that. This girl. She's doing that on her bachelorette. She's, okay, she's out here yeah. on her knees. Right. She's about to get married, y'all. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, she was sucking dick and she decides to press the button. I guess who it is? Who? A dad. Pull up, pull up. I never expected it. Well, look at the camera. Look at the camera, <laughs> Maddie. This is a true story. The whole wedding ended, families falling apart. She said, I did She gave head to her dad. But why did the marriage end? Anna, do you know the amount of PTSD and trauma and therapy and counseling, the amount of hypnotism that you need after that? How does her dad speak to her mom after that? Hello, sweetheart. How are you? What's for dinner? Our daughter sucked me off. Yeah, I'll tell you the story. By the nah, way, shout out so. to Gaps for recommending us talk on this. Um, but yeah, 
Yo, Chef T, uh, your eyes almost fell out your head. Like, what's <laughs> up with that? What would you do if you're the dad? Like, what's going through your mind? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be lost for words. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you doing here, nigga? <laughs> nigga, I'm a grown-ass man. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I might have to disown my daughter, bro. That that PTSD is like what? <laughs> it's 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 gonna be a mind blow, man. Like this is what you're doing before you about to get married. Like like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> but Chef, Chef, this is what you're doing while you're married to mom, though. Hey, you know, me 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 and mom have our disputes at times, hey, but this no, nigga. you ain't supposed to. <laughs> Yo, I mean, nah, that's, don't, that's, don't worry about me and your mama. Don't worry about you and your mama. We got that set up. Misha, if you were the daughter. If I was the daughter? Mm -hmm. I mean, personally, I wouldn't be in a random place sucking dick. I mean, that's Fair just point. not. Especially if I'm about to be married, there's no reason why I need to be at a random place sucking dick. So, But it's, it's not random, though. You're out of the country. It doesn't matter. It's still random. It's out of the country. I'm about to be married. Why would I be in any type of bar or place that I'm going to be putting random dicks in my mouth? That's crazy. So with that being said, that woman shouldn't have been married anyways. It doesn't matter that her dad was on the other side. If any random man was on the other side, she's still in the wrong. Everything about that was wrong. Because if you're about to get married, there's no reason why you're sucking random dick whether it's a bachelorette party, whether it's any type of party, whether it's whatever the case is, you're about to get married. So you already put yourself to the point where you already know your person is your person and that's you're going to be, you know what I'm saying? So that's a, it's just a whole weird scenario. I don't believe that because you're about to get married, you should get your last seconds of dick or your last, like, you know, get out the cheating or whatever the hell you know, scenarios, you are locked into a point where they trust you to be able for you to get that ring or they trust you for the marriage. So why would you do something like that? That's, that's, that's crazy. So personally, um, I think she was already sucking dick before she went to exactly, that. Holes in the wall. If you're going to do that right <laughs> before your wedding, you're going to do that after the wedding. There's just no way there's no circles about it. And being in another country and just gonna randomly suck a dick, oh, you bought it, and um, you shouldn't be married. So, um, this question is I guess, <laughs> <laughs> one of those like we the the dad is out the window. The point that she was willing to suck a random dick is just she's it's on her. the streets. Yeah, she's it's on her. That's her fault. Like. You already got, like, someone already viewed you as a wife, as a loyal person for them for the rest of your life. And that's what you're doing? <laughs> Girl, hit the door, Jack, and don't come back no more. Uncle Eke, if you were the groom, are you still walking uh, what if for her drunk? at the altar? What if she was drunk? drunk? So if she was drunk, you would excuse it? If I'm not saying I'm not saying that was exclusive. I'm just saying that what if she was drunk, right? And she was just <laughs> so, um, acting out me, of. Let me speak about what if she was drunk, okay? <laughs> so beforehand, right? <laughs> I'm thinking your friends or whatever. 
Why would they bring you to a place like that? They have to know you a hoe that you're going to go suck some random ass dick or something. Your friends already have to know your character to want you to be at a type of bar where you're sucking random ass dick. So the liquor don't even matter. It's the fact that they already know that's your character where they're letting you come to a fucking place and you're going to suck random dick. Maybe she requested it. Requested what? Girl, to go I'm to the, to go to the bar. Day. Yeah, to the. As he requested to go to the bar, she does not need to be married. And honestly, father, zip your pants up. Your daughter's a hoe, and that's not his fault. Hey, 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 me. She said it. You said that shit like you stood on business. I'm standing on business it's, with that. No, it's not daddy's fault. A man's gonna do what he gonna do. It might be his wife wasn't going to be doing it at home because there's a lot of women who don't like to suck dick. And that's just the real truth about it. There's a lot of women who kind of find sucking dick degrading. They just don't want to do it. And it's just that one little fetish or that one little favor that their man want. And they do not do that for their man. So they do go out there and get their dick sucked. They might not fuck the girl, but they're going to get their dick sucked. So I don't really see daddy at fault. I see his whole ass daughter at fault. I yell me to me, but me. I put to yell this. <laughs> yeah. Messing daddy with the hoes. Daddy went to go get his dick up for a reason. <laughs> Mommy wasn't doing it. Don't slay daddy. <laughs> the the hoe was looking for hoes. Huh? I said, I said don't the was... daddy blamed the daughter, man. Mommy wasn't doing her job, so I mean, he No, had because if daddy was getting his dick sucked at home, let's just be real. He probably would have just more went more to time. a titty bar. Nice. He probably just went went to a city bar or a strip club. He specifically went there to get his dick sucked because why? His wife is home is lacking what she needs to be giving her man. She don't got so. that. Interesting in this story, right? The thing that's interesting to me in this story is that the father-in-law is in the same party as the son-in-law. Father-in-law? Yeah, I mean, like father-in-law and son-in-law in the same in the same bit. Like, so whose dick does she suck? Her father or the father-in-law? Her father. Yeah, so the okay. so so her husband was in that same place too, right? So she was doing that that was somewhere. Yeah, because she said, Oh, the groom's party was this way and the bridal party was that way. Okay. And it was just that wall that was separating both. So Damn. I mean, after I mean I really thought about this, it's really it's, it's really anyways. Um if so, I was groom in that scenario, right? So did these women or these grooms know that they possibly are no. Fucking each other or no? Okay. No. You just I, I go. think it's one of those, yeah, those places where you're not obliged to. It's still a bar regardless. But mm-hmm. if you want to get freaky, then you can go to the back room to the wall type thing. There's a lot of things to know. And then the fact that she actually <laughs> pushed the button, she didn't have to push the button. She yeah, she didn't. That's street. another thing. She, want, she wanted mean, to see who the hell I'm I Topping off and hit that. Hey, that must have been So this is like, my question like, here. I do have a question. <laughs> I do have a question. Sorry. So, do you guys make sex drunk decisions? Sex drug decisions. Sex drunk decisions. Because he had asked me earlier. Oh, what if you know she was drunk? This and that. I, I mean. My scenarios is it depends on who you're with, this, that, and the third. But have you like really had sex with a person and said, "Oh, it was the liquor"? Mm-hmm. 
Hell to the fucking yes. I have. <laughs> what? What? Hey. So what? what made it be the liquor? Because you before some way, somehow you was sober before you was around that person. Maybe, so, maybe not. So it could be it could be one of these few things, right? Right. You meet somebody, you see them from afar, or you say hi, whatever. You know, I mean, keep it moving. And then the shots start going, the shots start going. And at some point, you black out. You know, I don't care. <laughs> you just wake up like. I think you're looking at Beyonce. <laughs> you wake up, you look around, you're like, okay, this doesn't even look like my environment. And you look to your left or right, you're like, what the? How did this even happen? Well, you just chug it up to the game and keep moving. Hey, man. So hey, you man. guys had drunk sex before. I mean, well, uh, drunk sex that you regret. I don't. I, mean, I don't regret. To regret. I mean, to regret is to remember, right? <laughs> you don't okay, remember. So well, you I mean, so I've dealt with dudes, right? Where um, they'd be like, I'd be like, how the hell is that girl pregnant? They'd be like, oh, she pregnant. I was drunk. I will remember. Is this that and the third? And just be like, how drunk are you? To the point, like you're dropping your C's, you're like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like one of those things where I just be like, some way, somehow, you have to kind of know like your surroundings. I really feel like drunkness as an excuse is a weirdness. Okay, let me ask you this then. Not to say this is what some people do, which some people actually do, <laughs> but. You've never met those couples or that that woman. You know, as women are very inquisitive, you know, I mean, they'll go, some women are very inquisitive, they'll go a mile, you know, miles upon miles to get what information they need. You've never met that woman that will get you drunk just so she can use your fingerprint. Remember when your phone had a fingerprint? <laughs> oh, are you talking to the guys you know, the on that or me? Because, I no, mean, I don't. Women, most some women, will get you drunk. And then while you passed out, they'll come and use your phone, put the tin and then be going through your shit. How does he yeah. have... Yeah. Anyways, there's so many different instances why, you know... Yeah, I mean, that is... Yeah. I mean, I, I understand those instances, but I just be feeling like those are scenarios where your conversations you might never remember. I have drunk conversations I don't remember. This and that. But the sex to not remember is a wild story for me. Like, mm. do you, how do you do you, not... do you do you Do you have a penis? Do you have a penis? I don't have a penis. Uh -huh. That thing does not dangle, so you not so you not understand why. <laughs> you cannot understand why. Sometimes it's no, but you have to at least have remembered in certain. Yeah, like it just uh -huh. doesn't remember everything. It doesn't hit me that a man did not know that he put his penis in that. You don't. I understand. I, I, I I say that I, I would say this. It's not that we don't remember. Is that the moment we're doing it? And, and we start doing acrobatic motion, we blackouts, and then things just start deleting by itself. It's okay going backwards. It's like it's like when you take that that that, that VCR and you start winding it backwards, like wang, 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 wang. and right there you are at the beginning all over again. You say, "I remember that we were at the club," and you were like, "Oh, come to my place." And then she and then she had that monkey booty candle smell. In so room. okay, without liquor. So this is another like big thing for me, right? And um. I talk to a lot of females and um, I have conversations. They have a lot of sex conversations with me. Why do you guys as Ben predict or, uh, or think 
there's certain women that you don't need to have sex with a condom with, where you just trust that their pussy is clean or whatever the case is. And it's not even that you're thinking about baby, but I just feel like there is a high volume of men having sex with women without condoms. Why do you guys um, like predict that you might be the only one for them? Because a lot of these girls is fire out here. And not saying their pussy's fire, but Jay. where they have they're multiple burning. men, they do them, and they're cold, and there's no feeling to whatever is going on. What makes you pick and choose which woman you're going to use a condom on or not? You got to get to know them, in my opinion. I don't just have oh, sex no, with I any woman. Oh, these dudes don't have... They, you got to know them, yeah. <laughs> You you gotta know them like like you peep game. In my opinion, I peep game. I look at how she moves, like I look at her friends around her, your surroundings. Like like you said, the girl who took to other shorty to the hole. Come on, they ain't they 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 hoes too. So, uh, and, and so okay, but but the thing about it is, girls is slick as hell. So the thing about oh. it is, you ask a girl how many people she had, and. She may have 10, and she told you, oh, it's just only two. You're going to fall and go for that and give her a raw why. No, 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 no. Just because I asked you a question. J.K. already said, she will say two, but it actually what? Okay. So that's already done. I don't oh, ask how many bodies. Okay, so, so I don't okay, ask so about bodies. Instead of going through the scenarios, let me say, what makes you go raw to a female? I just do my piece, my cross sign, and I touch wow, my bottle. Wow, that's and, crazy. And I, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So I'm it's, joking. it has nothing to do with her presenting herself. You just taking the risk. No, 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 no. That was a joke. Like okay. to be serious. To be serious, I genuinely don't have sex with a woman who I don't see myself having kids with. So oh, okay. that's already that's my nice. standard. That's already my standard. So characteristic wise, personality, this, that, and the third. But like you said, women are slick. Y'all would put up this front like, oh, I'm so in. Oh, oh. As soon as you get the glizzy, you just... It's like your name was written in Death Notebook. Like, yo. I need to see paperwork. Fuck that. Like, hey, yo, let so me see. You're, so you're that a person too. that, so that, that want to see paperwork before you go rock. Yeah. That too. I need to I've heard that from dudes. I've heard that from dudes. I don't fully believe it because I know dudes that be in the moment, but go off. Next. Yeah. <laughs> next, next. Um, there's somebody missing here. The other man that's missing. Where he he didn't answer that question. Oh, God bless. No, me. No, no not you. The other one. <laughs> bless. We call him. We call him. We call him Silent Night. Okay, <laughs> Silent Night. When do you predict why you went raw on a female? If we're not married, that's not happening for me. Who this? If we're not married, that's not happening. It's a Am I no. lost? Is someone new? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did someone get added, guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I've been here the whole time, just paying attention. Just listening. Okay, so if you're not what, hon? If I'm not married, it's not happening for me. So are you sure? 110%. Okay, that's good. Not the hun. And... Hmm? Not the hun. You ain't called none of us hun. Well, I didn't even know who this is. This is my first time seeing his face. You feel me? And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just kind of shocked. So, you know, I'm just giving him hospitality, you know. <laughs> he must be Southern. He well, must well. be Southern. <laughs> 
No, he she just heard, came here. And to me, I was shocked. I'm sorry. I was shocked on the friend on the other phone. See, y'all uh, got me. Y'all got me giving Jay-Z lyrics on this right now. Nah, nah. <laughs> I think it's the vibration, the vibration in his voice tickled something. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, who is this? <laughs> but, okay. So, he said he wants to be married, but that's not the conversations I'd be having with my friends. So, I'm just trying to, like, go from where I really understand that we live in, in a life in 2023 going to 2024 that a lot of people are really just having sex and they just assume someone is good and they do not use condoms. So as teenagers, everyone's using condoms because their mind is scared of pregnancy, this and that. But I feel like with dudes nowadays, when a girl be like, oh, I'm on a birth control, they feel like, oh, you're on birth control? Their mind is like, oh, that's all it means. But it's like, hold up. Birth control is one thing, but the SCDs is another. And I feel like these dudes are like just going through where they just assume because the girls say birth control, they're not thinking about there's other STDs, there's this, you know, STIs, all types of stuff. And I feel like a lot of grown people lack the education of um, you can get sick, whether she get pregnant or not. There's other things that, you know, there's out there. I feel like the older we get, I feel like the more loose people get where they just reckless and, you know, don't care. They just sticking their dick and feeling like we ain't going to have a baby and I'm cool. So that's why I asked the question I asked. So um, at, what point, at what point in this whole fiasco have you, you know, decided to not spare the women? So where uh, did the women also fall in this? They don't have a, 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 a fault in it. It doesn't take two to tangle. It does take two to tangle, but me personally, or well, I would say me personally, but me like speaking to people or whatever the case is, I think women are scared to be true for to do's because they like them so much. If they have to like put them out there and say, Hey, where's your condom? Or hey, where's your, you know, um, your record or whatever the case is, they might feel like they're going to lose that person or that dude's going to look at them funny because a lot of dudes are not expecting certain females to come up with that or whatever the case is. Because they could be like, why I have to go through that with you? Like, who are you? And just go with the girl who ain't even going to do all that. So I think that where we, where women don't take their accountability is they shy away of what they really want to be protected by and they get scared and they don't ask these guys and they take their chances. And I think that shit sucks. I can't hear you, hon. Are you speaking? So for the group of people who say they are body that choice, they're scared to voice out their opinion on what again? I feel like they're scared to voice their opinion on asking a man for his mind chart or asking a man to put that condom on. You don't know what my chart is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. this is this is where their scenarios is. Um, Damn, so you think you're the only one who has worked in a medical facility before? Oh, oh snap! <laughs> oh, hold on. No, I don't think I walk in the medical no, facility. No, 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 no,
want to look for love or want that attention for a guy and they know that guy may be out there, they just want that attention for them to the point they're risking themselves and they leave the fact like they want to ask, did you have a mind chart? Hey, are you doing this, that, and the third? They, they're, I, I call them attention whores because it's like, if you're real about your body and stuff like that, you're going to ask a dude, hey, you have a mind chart? Hey, what's, what's your status? But there's females, they feel like that guy's going to run away for asking that, and they don't, and they take their chances on their body. And I find that to be crazy. So you don't think that they just also want to get their freak on? Just oh, no, I know they want to get their freak on for sure. But I feel like at a certain age, if you're not committed and you're just dating randomly, why wouldn't you ask a dude for their mind chart? Fair That's enough. the least you could do. I mean, you don't have to be committed to me, but I just want to know if you good. You know what I'm saying? But the question where I was asking is, when I said to you guys before, when do you guys know which girls or when do you guys feel like which girls are you guys going to have sex with without a condom? Because that's where this situation hit. If the condom is there, they don't ask for that. But there's a lot of guys that just go in it and mess with girls with no condom. And I want, I, my question was to you, why did you feel like you were safe with that female to mess with her without the condom? I don't even think at our, I had our age. Because I feel like in the younger generations, we thought about the SCDs were like in high school and they, whatever the case is. But I feel like when you hit 30s, 40s, we left that. All you guys are thinking of pregnancy. So that's why I'm asking, where do you stand on when you're with a woman raw that you're not in a relationship with? Mm -hmm. um, you see what's my stance on it? Yes. You're fucking. Okay. Right. So it's not it's not necessarily something about birth controls or whatever, right? That's not the factor. You know what I mean? Um, the, only, the only reason why birth control will come in the picture is if you want to go shoot up the club. You know what I'm saying? You want to go shoot up the club, you know, what kind of gun are you trying to bring with you? That's that's why you would think about that. Not necessarily because of, you know, um, whether you want to hit it raw or not. But like Lord said, it comes down to that thing of, you know, having that conversation, right? Um, you're right. The trust is easily given, but that's the nature of the society in which we're in right now, right? There are folks who there are folks who think about that, and there are folks who don't. There are folks who we we also have that thing where right now you know sex sells a lot, right? Um, a lot of people see what happens in porn and they decide to also replicate that in real life, forgetting that yo that's a whole movie on its own, right? So there's all these different factors that play in that, and then lastly, you just I don't know about the others, man. But you know how the serpent came and used the apple to deceive Eve? Okay. That's so how you really gonna bring the Bible in. I know so, that story. So I know is, that okay, story, guys. So is, no, 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 I'm not. No, no, I'm not. You're I'm not bringing, bringing Adam it. and Eve into a situation where we're in almost 2024. Hey, My question it. wasn't of like this reproducing. My question was <laughs> asking what makes you when a lay with a woman and I was trust telling you. that I was you're telling not going to you. get no STDs or nothing. That's I was what telling I you. asked. Yeah, I was telling you. I was saying that just like, you know, when you watch those character, you know, those character of uh, those cartoons of Adam and Eve and the apple is like shiny and there's like this, you know, they're like, Michael's coming out of it and she still, you know, bites it. It's the same way as a man will see a woman and as ravishing as she is, everything that's in here, your sense of direction flies out the window. You're okay. operating from this point of, 
I got to have this right in front of me. Okay. You know what I mean? And you just go so, for it. So got to have it means that you're not thinking of the repercussions. I'm like, telling you that your not... sense of direction goes out the window. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> real. That's real. Anybody well, else got an that. input? What's your input? Shoot. Um, I don't know. See, I feel like if you're if you're having sex, you're already assuming some kind of risk, right, on its own, period. Whether or not you're careful, whether or not you are wrapped up, there's already some degree of consequence that you're accepting by having sex with the person. Now, whether or not they can see this, unless the person is fresh out the hospital with that bill from the doctor that says you're clear, it's still a risk because that could have been done a month ago. And between that time and now, something had gone wrong. So now, unless you were fresh out the doctor that morning, there really is no guarantee. But that does not, that would not stop me from at least asking. But in situations like that, especially when there's a sexual tension, for some reason, you easily just give trust because you are given more into loss than common sense. Because there's nothing that stops you from saying, hey, how recent were you tested? How much is this? Oh, okay, if we're going to do this, I'm going to wait. We're both going to go get tested and bring fresh results. Ain't nobody doing all that. Okay, so that's understandable. Okay, we're getting freaky, like you said, or whatever. Nobody's bringing test results, this, that, and third. But I feel like, depending on who people is doing it with, they're going to pick and choose who they put in the condom on with. So where I was asking my question is, what makes y'all choose in between who y'all putting that condom on with where you want to really not feel it or where you really want to feel it? Yeah, I mean, I feel no, like No, that's what I'm dumb. saying. I, I don't think you heard me, though. But it's not more, sometimes it's not more the person. It's more how you are feeling, mm -hmm. how much of the consequences you're ready to down. Okay. That's what it's about. And sometimes it's not just, oh, I trust this person more, that person more. It's more about, okay, at this particular moment, can I wait? Can I hold back? Yes or no? If the answer is a no, then, you know, you're just going to dive into the deep end of the pool with no life jacket. If the so answer is yes, like nothing is happening. So do you feel like a chick would be, if she know that man is financially stable, he got the money, she's more of a, you can fuck me without a condom and <laughs> not even thinking about the diseases, but just knowing because he's financially stable, whatever can happen. She wants the, him to do the non-condom because if they do end up having a kid, she's financially stable and all this, that, and the third. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I, I cannot speak to that because I would know. Personally, I'm not one to go around. I'm I'm not having random sex. Good. So I would not be the best one to answer that question for you. You might have to find somebody who lives that lifestyle to answer that yep. question the way you go ahead, Shefty. What? <laughs> He's referring to the lady. Who now. lives that <laughs> lifestyle? You have random sex. <laughs> go ahead, Shefty. <laughs> Lord, I am ashamed of you. You are not. <laughs> you have led us in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm just messing with you, bro. Well, what's considered random sex to you guys? Something I plan. 
No, random sex, because random sex could be like, you might have met somebody and you just whatever, or every spare in the moment, you might, you know, know somebody that you just randomly have sex with. Random sex don't always have to be strangers. It just means that you're just not dating, but you have people that you have sex with. Nah, nah, spare the moment. What was the question? I said, what do you consider what's random sex? Oh, 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 gotcha. Unplanned. Just like, like the word random here and there, any any and everywhere. Yeah. Like, anybody. I hate mean, it could be someone you know, you don't know. You just, you but know. you never had sex with them and then boom. And then y'all wake up like damn. Random sex don't gotta mean you never had it before. You could have had oh, it. Oh, random sex don't mean you don't know the person at all either. It could just be right, like right. happen as well. For but, me, okay. that's what it is. For me, that's what but, it is. If I if we've had sex before, it ain't random. It's like, okay, you know what, you know what that feeling was. You know, like, yo, we had that connecting bond to the point where you you want to do it again. So it won't be random anymore. So that cancels out. You true. felt it. Random is more like, hey, even it if like for example, yet. yeah, it happened. Uh, it hasn't, hasn't happened, happened yet. So boom. Nah, I can see that. Yeah. So if you just so, walk uh, they had a conversation. I had a conversation with a friend, right? And a woman felt like he wasn't being consistent enough after five days of them meeting and dating that she was he wasn't being consistent of like texting her or being there or talking to her enough or seeing her. So when you guys meet a woman or a man, what do you expect from them within like the first five days? Do you like just go with the flow? and think like it is what it is or do you expect a lot from them when you first meet them it depends nothing five days <laughs> thank you thank you Therese. not a damn yeah. not a damn not a i don't expect nothing i'm going with the flow what okay. listen i'll buy two days later hey okay <laughs> i buy a car Within the first two weeks of me driving that car i'm still thinking about how i can return that bitch like <laughs> one little thing happened one little thing happened. Yeah, it's going back. Like, hey, hey, hey. No, because me yeah. personally, yeah, I'm five days. I mean, there's people I talk to in months, and I just, it's like, I'll talk to you, and if I don't hear from you for a week or two, I'm okay with that. You know, it doesn't matter. But I feel like sometimes there are girls who, they want to fall in love so fast and want, like, that love story so quickly that they don't know how to balance it. And I feel like they fumble themselves because even if you're thinking of it and you like this person, they don't know how to um, subtract, like, just calm down. He's cool and go with the flow. So I think that sometimes females fumble that because they meet someone, they see that the person like them and they like the person back and they want everything to be so perfect within days. So I just kind of was just like, mm. I wasn't too sure how to give them like um, uh, advice on it, but I just feel like you can't rush any type of love or anybody you meet. So that was just a little weird. It's not about rushing. Like, you got to put that thing in the oven. It takes time. You can't get microwave love or microwave relationships. It takes time for all What are you talking about? It takes time where you're the one who's over there kick baking them. You are pumping all this nonsense in their head and then you want them to take time. Take what time? Why can't you also take your time and download the information into their heads? What do you mean by that? Like, for example, 
um, instead of instead of waiting um, three days to to hit them up, you are hitting them up every single day, every single minute. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Not asking anything else, but what are you doing? And the next thing you know is you're like, hey man, I like that green. You know that you know should should like when you tell her that. But also too, you are not fully wanting to go all the way, but you are giving all these compliments. You are doing all these different things, buying the food, uh, 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 opening up the doors where you know you don't want to go that extra mile, but yet you don't want them to fall. How? Why? Why? Why not? Of course they'll fall. Quicker. The problem is the falling is not the problem. It's how the, it's, it's the expectations that somebody be wanting a short time. But sometimes those expectations are not built in the sky, though. It's yeah. built off of something that you are getting from somebody. Like yeah. AK said, if you're texting someone on a constant every day, you build my expectation that, you know what, you are looking to at least take another step. And so you cannot right. turn around and call me delusional for you disappearing for three days and coming back. And I'm mad at you. Oh, no, 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 no. You, I'm you not know, talking about... so. I'm not talking about disappearing. So, I mean, in this That scenario, was just an example, but I'm just yeah. saying, regardless, it applies to everything else. Oh, no. If, for, if no. you're going to put that energy out there, you cannot help but build someone else's expectation. It's just that so simple. Expectations is always going to be a big thing, too. But as, as, as far as expectations, timing is a big thing, too, because sometimes... We're all going to go through honeymoon stage, um, whether we're married, whether we're talking to something or whatever the case is. What I'm saying is for you like to start talking to a person or a man and like feel like by week two, week three, they got to be in love or they got to be just doing certain things that you expect from them, this, that, and the third. That's a little delusional, like. You got to really, it, it doesn't take three weeks to know somebody. You literally got to take your time into growing and knowing the person. So when you're like, oh, why didn't you text me all day? Oh, why didn't you this, then, and the third? You're going to make that person make you look at you crazy because it's just like, um, you're doing too much too fast. I mean, we have reality shows, 90 Day Finance, I mean, Fiance, this, that, and the third, where people think, like, this is a life that um, they can bring to the table, but that's not really reality. Any of you guys see yourself being married to somebody in 90 days with your personality or how you are? I'm actually, gl actually glad you asked the question. I was having this discussion in the gym a few weeks ago, actually, and one of the older men actually chimed in and said, um, have you ever heard um, a guy say, when you know, you know? When you know, you know? Yeah. He said when he met his wife, he knew. And they were married after 35 days. And they've been married for 20 years. So it really depends on the type of man and the quality of man that you attract. If a man is intentional, if he actually has his stuff in order, if he actually really wants something from you, it's a totally different discussion from a guy that you meet somewhere out. And that's a fact. So to each its own. But, I mean, so which generation is that? So when he was saying that they, you know, met within whatever. Are they older than us? So I'm yeah. 34. Yeah, he's older. He's older. He's okay. like it. So like I said, so it all brings to the table on like the different scenarios of like where we was been brought up on, like where we at, like 
um, the scenarios of where we come from or our thought process and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's not going to come true or it's not logic, but we really live a thing where it's it's limited. I think it's quality quality over quantity, right? Uh, exactly. Quality of the guy or girl that you're entertaining is up to par. A lot of things can happen really, really quick because you're both on the same page and a mm -hmm. lot of order. If if it is not though, <laughs> and it's just another guy that you meet and you already know, you'll always know what kind of guy you're really in front of, then you can't be mad at the outcomes. True, true. too, you know what I mean? Like a guy, a guy could meet a woman and you know, like you said, he said, Hey, in 35 days, this was it. And most nine out of ten times it's always like that. Like you know. You know, what I mean, you just know it's just something in you that you know that okay, this will not go far or this will end here. This will, right? You just know, um, but that does not, that does not. I mean, from a from, and, and I'm speaking from a man's perspective, right? That does not, for most men, that does not stop me from going through life's pleasures. You know what I mean? It does not stop me in any way, shape, or form, because at the end of the day, it's a matter of time, right? We all have time. Time is a constant. So within that constant is. While I'm about to get there, what else can I be doing? If if I'm working this job and at the same time I'm trying to find another job, I think in most aspects of life, we're doing that already, right? So, yeah, it's, it's about quantity, I mean quality, but then we also have to remember the type of music we're listening to these days, the type of TV shows we're watching these days. You know what I mean? The type of conversations we even have in these days. Like when it really comes down to it, can people really sit down and have those truthful conversations among themselves? I like what you're saying, bro, because they, they definitely play a part. But I always pride myself on being the influencer and not being influenced, right? So I don't care what the music is saying or what the television is saying, right? Mm -hmm. If I meet a person and I'm meeting that person genuinely, which I usually am, it could, things could happen really, really quick, especially if you understand who you're really in front of. It would behoove you to understand who you're really in front of, right? Because you can pretty much get exactly what you want and some. But again, if you're one of those people that you feel like you're just you're just passing time, you're really just a placeholder for what I really want, then you got to make that known too so we don't have these situations where people feel like they're being led on. Mm -hmm. But I always hear guys say like, when they know they know every guy that i've come across that has been married has always said even when i was dating so so and so i always knew this was going to be my wife either i had to get something in order either there was something that was holding us back either there was something somewhere that kept them from getting to where they wanted to go but a guy always knows when he hey when he meets a wife and if you're not a wife then you just got to be honest enough with yourself and say oh he's he's not the guy for me but there's a guy for you you gotta remember man I always say this, right? Like, you're going to pick at the end of the day. It's like a card, like a deck of cards. But um, let me stop you all. When a guy say he knows that he's going to be or he's, she's going to be his wife, some of them still do cheating and infidelity. And the thing about it is that woman is only their wife because they know what that woman's going to accept out of them. In a sense. Okay. So, so when I, okay. So when I say when a guy says that she's she's his wife, I'm talking about a mature, okay. fish, you know, 
right? Emotionally intelligent, man of God that understands his role and the right, the role of a wife and the benefits of a wife, biblically speaking. So I'm not talking about that. <laughs> so when you say that, so sometimes, right, I'd be on TikTok and I, re- I don't know what you guys' background is, but I realized that traditional weddings or people with culture believe in that more logically than being in American culture or whatever the case is. Um, traditionally, I feel like certain men traditionally, yes, they love their wife. They're loyal to them, this, that, and the third. So your background also plays a factor. Um, I just feel like um, in a like American woman or American wise, oh, the whole wife stuff, it's, a, it's like, it's a contract. People are more of what we're gonna get out of it, this and that. They cheat, they do this, this and the third, and um, if they're just gonna see what you're gonna get at the end. As far as long-lasting marriages, it's really I see it in traditional people, people who have background in the Caribbean or Africa or whatever. Those stand more than um, American weddings. And listen, we can go back and forth on time and when did you know, when did you find that at the end of the day, what makes a successful, healthy marriage is the work you put in. So none of that matters whether you got married in two days or you waited five years or you found him in church at the altar praying. None of that really matters. So um, it's just how much work you get to put into what you got. And so just because someone has been married 20 years doesn't mean they're having a successful, healthy marriage. 20 years, exactly. So it, the longevity does not mean quality. So in the end of the day, there's no recipe to that except hard work. Okay, Exactly. So, uh, there was a post about, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but I'll just read it. Um, it said, all my friends own Mercedes I don't know if it's Porsche or Porsche, whatever they say, or BMW, you name it. I grew up with them, and I don't know. I always felt like my parents had, our parents had similar incomes. Um, But then I drive a Hyundai. I've never asked my parents for an upgrade. They already spent too much money on my education, but I don't know if I'm asking for too much in this case. Uh I don't I don't know. I'm asking if there's a life hack I'm a, unaware of or there's a way to get those cars for cheaper. I guess the person is just asking. Uh, he drives a Honda, their friends drive luxury cars. Is there a life hack to get in this? And so I guess the pressure is getting to them and not just with and the cars, I don't know. It's confusing. So maybe with that situation there, what you drive is not your drive. So I feel like certain people feel like, oh, if they have the Mercedes versus the person with the Honda, the Honda might have their whole life together more than the person with the Mercedes. Your foreign car is not going to 
give you more of a status than the person in the Honda. The person in the Honda could have multiple properties, um, investments, and all types of different things. And then, first of all, people with foreign cars, they could have Christmas lights all through their dash. That doesn't mean anything. So with that being said, I think that the person is might be looking at the situation where they think their car is giving them status, but cars don't give no status no more. Honestly, your background is what you do after the car. You have to be smart. So I'm going through a situation right now, and I've always had nice cars. I like to lease cars and everything, but... I'm in um in different process of property purchasing their stand the third. And I notice when I continue to lease, it's messing with my, you know, debt to ratio. So I have to humble myself and get cars where um I just pay full price and it might not be the newer car or whatever the case is, but it eliminates what I'm gonna do with myself in the properties and also this, that, and the third. I can get me a Mercedes. I can get me a Range Rover. My car is so good. I can leave me to any place and get a Tesla or anything like that for free. No down payment, no nothing. But um, you got to be smart with it. So I think that from what I'm understanding with that person, they're looking at it as they have to get that car to have a status or do whatever the case is. But um. They have to be smart in that scenario. What do you want in the future? What do you, what are you going to bring to the table? Because a car can only do so much. If you got a car that's going to get you to A, B, but then you got that property, why wouldn't you take the car that's going to get you to A to B and have that property? Right. Lord, do y'all, do you feel pressure like that by anything? Cars, life, where other people are? Girl, my dad shut that shit down when I was in high school. <laughs> but my dad shut that shit down quick. So I already knew that a car to me didn't matter for shit. Like everybody, I'm the sixth child. The rule that my dad said to us was as long as you graduate high school, you get a new car. No about six kid, me. He gave me, which is one of my favorite cars to this day because it humbled me. It taught me a lot. He gave me a 1999 Toyota pickup, Tacoma. Four speed. Not five. Not six. Actually, no, it's five speed. Five speed. And at first, I was like feeling a certain type of way about it. But the more I drove it, the more people, the more confidence I had like in, in who I was and me driving the car. More people understood, like, yo, Lord, like, the car don't matter. Because I bagged a lot of shorties in that pickup truck. It was a two-door. Like, I'm not lying. And it was manual. So when you sit down in that leather seat in the summertime, you have to move your legs certain way so the heat doesn't burn your leg. For... Bruh, they didn't care. The car will make noise out of the random. <laughs> like, they didn't care. So in my opinion, it's it's more about, like, Yes, you want a reliable vehicle. I think that should be the most important aspect. Now, if you're using your vehicle in order to, to, to progress yourself, as in you're a con content creator, you're a racer, that is different. It's about how you're using that vehicle. But if it's just your, like, 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 like me, I mean, so she said, if it's your point A to point B, I don't give a damn. I don't care. 
So it never really affected me that way. So, yeah. Shefty, are they peppering you out here? <laughs> <laughs> now that boy got a that wow. boy got a sports car. <laughs> Man. I mean, it's not just with the cars, right? Just with maybe looking at where you know your your peers are. Um, they got something, you know, just but exactly you your own life. So, so peers, right? When you say look where where your peers is at, sometimes you don't know how your peers get certain situations, get certain things, right? So one day I was talking to my friend. And we was talking about amongst our peers. One of our peers have a house, this, that, and third. And everybody's like looking to like, oh my God, get in a competition. Like, damn, I want to get my house, this and that. Low key, we didn't even know, or they end up like putting it out there. That peer end up winning um a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars, one or the other, scratch ticket, but they never put that out there. So Sometimes people are running and trying to go in competition with people where you didn't even know how they got it. You sitting here fighting for your life to sit there and get this house and do that third or whatever. You didn't even realize your peer that you're trying to compete with got the easy 200K, 300K, whatever on a scratch ticket. And you want to compete with that. So with that being said, as far as cars being in competition, as far as whatever the case is, always be in your life where you're on your own pace and it makes sense for you and just work for yourself because you never know the person that you're trying to compete with or feel like you're behind with. You don't even know how they got that. So humble yourself and just do what you got to do for yourself because a lot of people, they're not going to give you like the the like their points or they're not going to school you on how they got it they're just going to make sure and make it look like they just got it and that's where you got to be humble and just work for you and just based on when god's going to give it to you or when it's going to work for you on your time i don't know about y'all man go ahead but i'm definitely going sometimes with the societal pressures because i need it to motivate me to do other things. Um, I will not know. I will not know. I will not know what riches feel like if I don't see other people doing it. I will not know what it feels like to drive a Benz if I'm not, if my man is not doing, if, if one of my friends don't buy it and I sit in it, I'm like, damn, you actually bought this thing and ask him like, yo, how did you get this? and emulate that. I will not know that. I'm not saying that I will like carry it and put it on my head, but I do also think that healthy competition is a thing and I indulge in it. It's brought me this far and I'm, and I'm pretty sure that it would take me other places. Um, oh. if, if I go put my hand in fire because of that, guess what? It's going to burn. But I'm not going to lie. You only live once, man. You know what I'm saying? If tomorrow I die, knowing that I was driving a Beamer, guess what? I'm gone. Whoever is left, they can continue with it. What's my problem? Oh, wait. Um, not to um, cut you off, but I respect healthy competition. Let me tell you, I have friends that have money, get money, this, that, and the third. And I respect their flow, and I learn from them. And I 
you know, grow to understand how did you get that and okay. There's never a situation where I'm hating on it, this, that, and third. Honestly, I feel like for you to grow, you have to meet friends and meet people that got more than you to understand and continue for yourself. So I just never hate on that. So we're going to throw like the aspect of certain people having certain stuff and you like, oh, well, you got that through that. Oh, no, that's not a hating situation. Shoot, if I got something through a lottery... <laughs> Shit, I got it through the lottery. I love it. Yeah. I did it. That's just the way God sent it for me. You know what I'm saying? But I always respect on how anybody get how they need to get. And I'm always going to sit there and ask myself, well, how can I learn from you? It might not be a lottery ticket, but you can give me steps to tell me without the lottery ticket, how can I move forward? So I understand your aspect, but understand my aspect. I do not hate on anybody. I love anybody who's moving on, who's moving forward, who's getting to it. I just want to learn from you. And that's priceless. That's just how I feel. I always just want to learn from somebody. Sometimes some people don't want to give you the gem. That's okay. Tell me what you might have did, and I'll Google it myself and learn it for myself. And I'll just go from there. But as far as being a hater or thinking like somebody went and got more from me or more for them and I'm being weird. No, never that. I always want to learn through people and I always want people to learn through me. So that's just where I'm at in life. Like show me the gem and I can show you the gem too. Yeah. It depends too, right? Like you also got to know when um, to pump the brakes because sometimes you could be asking to know something and the other person is just like, yo, get up on my face. Right. And because you want to know so bad, you fail to realize that not everybody's out here, you know, learning things to share. So most people got realized that. Um, but going into like, you know, I don't know, like pre-pandemic or during the pandemic or like coming out of a pandemic, you know, when, you know, most of, you know, my peers, not friends per se, but I'm just saying peers as in men, um, got into the whole habit of, you know, scamming and things like that. And they'll come out and they'll be throwing bottles here, there, there, and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like ruining the culture for, you know, the you know the folks who actually go out and work, you know, for their, you know, for their ass. You know, that that created a whole culture where people got, you know, people feel like, yo, they got to go do 17 jobs just so they could also come and, you know, pop bottles in the club and things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes that's healthy. Sometimes it's not. But at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, you as an individual. What is it that you want to do, you know, for your own self? What is it that you want to, you know, pursue? Like, there are people who got the money, but they don't like luxury cars. There are people who got the money, but they don't want to wear designers. You know what I mean? That, sure. Some of them things are fucking uncomfortable. You buy yeah. something, a thousand, and you can't even walk in them. Like, you walk two, you walk two miles, and you got to take them off and finish the rest of your five miles. For what? You know what I'm saying? So, just, you know, go at your own pace, man. Go and your- for sure, I understand that, because me... I stack money all day. You're not going to see me going to get designers. <laughs> I'll be on Sheen real quick and play after pay just for the simple fact. I know I got it, but why am I going to show you I got it? I'm not doing that. For the simple fact that I'm, it's principle for me. I'm built in. I have children I got to build for. I have people that depend on me to show them how to build in the industry that I want to continue to build. And we have properties, we have different things that, listen, 
me being flaunty and doing all this extra stuff, who do I have to prove to? The only person I have to prove to life is me and Jesus. And that's just where, where it goes. God is my only proof. Myself is my only proof. And when I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, all right, if I have a problem right now, who am I going to call? There ain't nobody else for me to call but God. And when I'm talking to God in the morning or however I do in my aspirations, stuff like that, that's who humbles me and that's who I like built from. So I'm not going to do the whole shenanigans of, oh, impressing or, oh, I'm going to get this, this, that, and third. I love myself. I love what I can bring to the table. I love where I could teach certain people. And that's just that. So with that being said, I ain't going to do too much. Um, I got to say that. I got to say this. Go ahead. I heard, um, what was it? Who was it? Andrew Schultz? Yeah, I think he said, you know, for those who, you know, get that first gig or that first job and things like that, it's okay to splurge on yourself. You know what I mean? It's perfectly okay. Like, get that shit out of your system. But then, get out of your system, get back to business. Like, yo, um, stack up your money. You know what I'm saying? Stop building and things like that. But, I mean, me personally, I would say, man, like, get it out of your system. Because, you know, yeah, but again, be careful, you know, you don't you don't want to burn your savings at the same time, but at least indulge a little bit, get yourself some nice things, you know what I mean? Um, I would rather drive a very nice car and just wear clothes on machine, like you said. But I know that, yo, I could happy my, you know, eight cylinder it takes, I mean, yeah, and it takes me where I need to be in less than this amount of time. I'm not about to happy no four cylinder that is gonna take me hours upon hours to get to my destination, you know what I mean? So it all I mean, it's all about your taste and what you can afford for yourself. Or, yeah, well, you can go on. You know, like they say uh, earlier, you know, they were saying earlier that, you know, no, let me not go there. But yeah, sorry. So, so me, I'm just um, a female. Like, I love to love, right? So I know what I could afford. Um, you love to I, love? Like, yeah, I like, I love to love. So when I say I love to love, right? So today I was on TikTok. There was a family, um, they're homeless or whatever the case is, this and that. And I sent money to them, this, that, and the third or whatever the case is. I could have kept that money for me and my children. I could have done this, that, and the third. When I say I know what I can afford certain stuff, I work hard. Um, 2024, I have three job offers, salaries, all different things. I also know that I could provide for my children and be very militaristic for them and marital uh maritalistic. I have two it, but militaristic for myself too. But I don't do that. I really want myself to grow where I'm gonna get what I get for myself and be able to provide for somebody else too, because I know how it is to live hard and this, that, and the third. But um, I don't know. I just feel like we live in a life right now where it's just like teach. If someone tell me right now, I want to be an IT consultant, this or that, I'm going to teach. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the love and I'm going to give you the respect where I've been in this industry where nurses are disrespectful, doctors are disrespectful, this and that, but I stay humble because at the end of the day, I want to teach. I want to show people that 
it don't matter how those people have that much schooling or how much whatever the case is that they think that they have above you. I'm going to teach you to be humble and love the job and teach where, hey, it is what it is. They might feel like this, ha, 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 but they know you got the same money as them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things where I just feel like love people is going to love you back and you're going to grow and you're going to have and you're going to multiply. And that's just what's going on in my life. Life is multiplying for me where I'm not unhappy. I love life. I love meeting new people. I love talking to people. And it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, I think for me, just going back to T's question, um, not necessarily in cars. I feel the pressure, but I feel like um, one thing I do, I want to, I don't never really feel pressure, but I get reminded, you know, so based off of peers and things that are going on, you know, um, you know, everybody got their own um, goals of things that they want to uh, acquire in life. So at times, you know, for me, I would look at it and be like, um, okay, I see someone in this relationship goals that I want to get to that are doing if it's a financial status they're at that I'm trying to reach, um, I would look at it in a way and just be like, okay, what can I learn from them more as that, oh, I'm not doing what I need to do. Um, I feel like I've always been someone that's always been self-aware of where I am. So when I do see these things of peers or fam, you know, uh, that are doing things that maybe I don't have, um, I always just try to acquire knowledge and just see, you know, um, what can I do to um, try and get to the level that I'm trying to get to? So I don't never really see it as pressure because at the end of the day, like, like I always say, I always try to keep life simple. I don't never try mm -hmm. to put too much into something like that. You know, if if um, if I have the basic means of what I can get out of life, I'm very appreciative of that. And then if I want more, I find out a way of how I can get more. But I'll never look at it as pressure because. I know where I come from. I know what I've been through. I know where I am. So if anything, it's just more of a like a moment of where it's like, okay, maybe this is a new aspiration and let me see if how I can acquire this. But I don't ever see pressure. I don't ever feel pressure. So you don't put pressure in knocking. Pull up, pull up. In knocking. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's a good I'm question. You. Good question, AK, because that car will determine if you're not sometimes. <laughs> don't put pressure in that because you said you don't ever. I'm like, this guy, did you just say you don't ever, ever, ever? Oh. <laughs> there <laughs> are things that I press on, my brother, but <laughs> I was just making sure, bro. Just making sure. Nah, 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 nah. No, that man, that man lives a, a, a 24 7 soft life. <laughs> he makes love. He I makes love. You. I beg, let it come follow me. Yo. I don't mind. And then, and then he takes his locks and rubs it on her face, like you like that, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> your, your, your fantasy is wild, my brother. I, I don't know where you're going with your imagination. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> you got anything different? I'm just listening right now. Do so personally, I feel like it's better to own than to be false advertising that you got it like that. So if you leasing and you ain't got it like that, but you just driving out in the newest thing, then you only hurt yourself. Um, focus on your 
money, focus on what you need, your direction, where you're going. You ain't got to have the most expensive. If you own it, you ain't got to worry about monthly payments. <laughs> and wow. if you, what's the point of worrying about monthly payments? If you can't afford it, you know, what what's going to happen? You're going to get it repoed in a few months if you can't afford it? Um. So you pretty much in your in your one sentence you want to shit on everybody who's paying car payments? No, that's not the case. I just everybody who's paying car payments, man. Like how? That's the life you chose. That's not the life I choose. I but it doesn't own. mean. But it doesn't. If somebody vehicle is not the yes, nicest right. vehicle, but I own it. If somebody is it's doing mine. A- Can't nobody take it from me. But huh? does not does it mean they're broke if they're doing a car payment? Does it mean they're broke? It means does it mean they don't got it? No, it don't mean they don't got it. It means that they are living outside of their um what is it? Their means. They're living above living above their means. Okay. So somebody who got the money in the bank, but they go take a loan to open the business, what mentality do they have there? That's a great question. Because if, like because if you're starting a business, you have a business or entrepreneurial mindset. Because your goal is with taking out that loan is to double that loan or max, like triple, quadruple, whatever, but pay that loan back. The difference is when you get a car loan, unless you're using that car for business to make more money, that is a debt. That's but not an asset. But most people are not wise enough to know when to go use to go open an LLC or get an LLC and then register that a car under that LLC, right? Most people don't even want to think about that or even want to try to do that, right? But, but they that, gotta know what business they want to open that LLC in. Are you doing a car business? Are you like driving your car like an Uber? Are you um you can register. using your car to like to go from your house to the post office because you're selling some notes, you know? It doesn't you have, have to be, a lot of different ways you could do that. No, it doesn't have to be a transportation to register your car or your business. It doesn't have to exactly. be a It could be any business. Mm-hmm. I agree. But you got people don't know how to turn their car from an I mean from a liability to an asset. The ones that I, I be confused think, about. Right. Go back to the earlier thing, right? My thing yeah. is again. Why is car payment looked at somebody that's not got it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, real sure. Maybe they try to build their credit. I'm not saying that a car payment is somebody who don't got it because it's folks who do car payments and they have it or they're able to make their car payments every month because they want the newest car. That's just not the life that I live. That's not how I see it. I'm not trying to impress anybody about a car that I got. And I'm not comparing myself to somebody because they got the newest car. I don't know how you got the newest car. You could have robbed the bank to get your newest car. Damn it. I, I sold but a whole bunch of lace fronts. Car, you know? if, if they didn't catch you, if I mean, if they didn't catch you, right, then it's a plus for you, if right? If they didn't catch you, call my phone because I want some of your money. And you could take me out. <laughs> Amen. No Amen. Make sure you got it. <laughs> Make sure you're using your money to your best and biggest advantage. Um, don't cheat yourself. Don't try to impress everybody else because at the end of the day, if you're trying to press, impress others, you're usually not doing things to satisfy yourself. And that's a waste of freaking money. Um, and that's it. Be smart. 
Okay. Investment assets and not liabilities. Worry about your weave, not your damn car. Okay. <laughs> your lace front is facing backwards. What are you doing? But your car is progressing forward. <laughs> this guy, man. You have a drop top and your weave is leaving with it. <laughs> Yo. In Africa, right? If you're in Africa, you want to buy a car. You go to a dealership and you pay cash for your car because they don't got the loan system. In America, they have the loan system. And I don't see why anybody should not use it if it's there. Mm. Now you're using it because you understand the reason why you want to use it. You know why you want to and how you want to go about your business. You know what I mean? Now, for those who want to do it because they see the peers doing it and they don't understand why, and they just go jump into it, not having job security, not having something to fall back on. Now that's a whole different story. But you cannot go go tell somebody who has already made a career for themselves and they got that thing going and say, oh, well, you broke because you're not da 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 Okay. Still your opinion, right? But yes, we're all giving our opinions here. But at the same time, it was there. It's, it's, it's put in that place for a reason. And as such, people should and can use that service. Not everybody's born with a gold spoon in their mouth. And as such, not everybody should sit and listen to somebody who say, oh man, you must attend this certain height to go do this. Not everybody's destined to attend that height. Not everybody would, no matter how much they try. Not everybody would. Some people are blessed beyond measures more than others. The cards that you're dealt with, you're going to play it regardless of what. You're not going to fabricate cards or put them there. You're going to deal with what you have in your hands. But the ironic part here is, for most of them people who do that, they got other people who want to play safety, but yet they want to enjoy the spoils of other people's uh, 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 um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When they go out that way and make things happen for them, those who want to play safety come and enjoy in it. But yet they want to say, oh man, that person shouldn't have taken that risk. If that person shouldn't have taken that risk, then why are you enjoying the sports of that risk? You should have sat there in your non-riskful environment and enjoyed that environment and not come to this other side and enjoy that. Why yes. is it that when people who sit in safety and talk about people who take their risk, why can't they not just sit there? Why do they still cross that line and go enjoy? Why don't they sit in their filth or in poverty? Why don't they do that? They like to cause chaos. Mm. Let's just give a moment of silence for people to think about that one. Marinate. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Sometimes, you know, we, we talk on, on here and sometimes, you know, the listeners just need to let that sink in for a bit because... You you speaking some real shit, okay? They don't got the balls to to take that risk, and they want to see somebody else do it, and then be like, "Oh, okay, this person do it. Let me see how it is. Let me, okay, let me enjoy. Let me do this and that." But it's just like, I mean, I I I I don't respect it. I mean, especially if someone that's you know singly calling me out for a decision I made, and then it bears fruit, and then you not want to bear fruit from the decision, and you was over there being, "Nah, man, stay over there, bro." Like. You're not keep that keep that same negative energy. Keep that same energy you had when I was doing my plan and you didn't believe in it. Now you want to take nah. It's nah, a lie. He wasn't with me shooting I in the gym. To, I need you to come and enjoy. I need you to come and enjoy because when you're done, the shit. You're going right back to it. I'm about to pour on you. 
you go and take it. Why? Because I just fucking fed you. Nothing you're going to say back to me. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So yeah, we could all say, oh, place it. But when it comes down to that point, somebody will say something or treat you a certain way, don't act indifferent. Remember that you were playing safety and you wanted to be chill and so calm and comfortable. Conservative. Yeah. But anyways, man, moving on. In our conclusions, we are in negative. Mm-hmm. I've, never negative. Seen, I've never seen negative number. Where does one go from today? Wait, this is your first time? It is my first time seeing negative I've, number. I've, I've seen it before, bro. Wow. But hey, listen, why did why did why did Chef T call me random topic? Random topic. Chef T called me yesterday. This man said, this man said, hey, you what are you doing in Colorado? Did you go to go visit um Marjorie? Marjorie? <laughs> I said, bro, relax. I still have siblings and nieces and nephews and aunties here, bro. He's like, oh, I thought you was trying to go bag it. Like you had a you, you got know, an honorary guest coming on soon from Lord. So y'all you had epiphany. Hey, chill, bro. Relax, relax, relax. So you're relax. not making it happen? Oh. No, we're not gonna make this happen as a topic of conversation. <laughs> That's not what we're gonna do. <laughs> really? Dang. I thought Dang, when a man nice reunion, bro. I know. I you said when a man knows his mother's house and Aziz go Aziz would have loved that debate. Aziz, I, I know Aziz was real into it back then. I know Aziz was rooting for you, Lord. Aziz he dropped was like, the ball. Wait a minute. I was, I had to take notes. <laughs> listen, listen. What I brought to this podcast, what I'm going to continue bringing, it's a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> so that's all I was doing. I was digging a hole, and right. then the whole, the whole just. She was like, mm, "You getting too deep, man." But I don't even know if she still follows me on social media or the podcast. Oh, so I, I don't. Oh, oh, in my opinion, TMI, bro. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you feel like you got to let it out of your chest, go ahead, bro. Like, because look like you got some stuff in there. Just let it out. I don't know. I went to the social media part, but okay. I know. No, let no, it no. out. Let it out. I Lord. didn't check. I didn't check. I didn't. I never checked. That's what I said. I don't even know. Mm. What else? Did she leave you on red? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. She did that in the past while I was still here in Colorado. But, you know, I learned you. Hey, listen, when it comes to a man, we learn quick. We we pay attention. There's some there's some men that are more boo-boo to fool. But me, uh, you leave me on red one time. And two times. Uh, that's it. There's no three times. Nah, she gave, you the che- she gave you the cheat code and you weren't paying attention. She said she asked the ancestors. We told you to go ask the ancestors and you did not want to go did that not. way. You did not get approval. No. What what ancestors are you guys? I don't do ancestors. That was there's for my, you to my find God. out. I have, that um, was... I have a question. Is anybody here married? Nope. Oh Lord. Oh. Put your hand down. <laughs> I'm married to the game. He married to the street. Game street? Oh, so, I was definitely about to so say. So what game here. are you married to? What game are you married to? The game of loving myself first and putting myself above so everything else. So why anybody on here, why do you feel like you're not married yet? Shit, girl, how you gonna come here in negative nine minutes and 50 seconds? I'm just <laughs> saying, like, is it that, um, is it that you guys just <laughs> don't want to be married or don't feel like marriage is important <laughs> or you're just not at the age where it's, like, not the cat for y'all? Marriage nah, is- it's, go ahead, go ahead, Uncle. Marriage is important. It's very essential, but it's also um, a journey that, for me, when I embark on, it's not a journey of return. So I got to make sure that I get it right, so that 
not just get it right, but also mentally prepare myself because when I say it, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. I want to believe that I actually stick to those words no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what the circumstances are, um, I can still look at that person and not have to look someplace else for answers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can sit there and know that, yo, this past week we haven't been, I mean, we've been at odds, but it's not the ending of us. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that in me, myself and I, I understand that as a human being before even thinking about that. Okay, okay. Sometimes sometimes I I I I I doubt that we're related, but then he says one thing, I'm like, ah, that has to be my cousin. That, 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 that's definitely my cousin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're not married because of what? <laughs> Who, me? Who? Yeah, you. Orange or the guy with hat? The dude with the hat. Oh. Damn girl. Yeah, I don't cap. That's why I keep that on. But um <laughs> I'm just following. I'm following his. I'm following his steps because it's the what same thing with me. Following my cousin, AK. So you're following his steps for you to be married. I mean, when I say steps, what based on what he just said, I I, I agree with him. I'm standing on business. Like if I'm going to commit, I'm committing, and that's that's full blown. Period. Like so, what's stopping? Like I said, I I'm only getting married once. Okay. And that's the deal I made with my, my my God, myself, and my parents. I'm like, they try to get me married with another woman. I'm like, mm, listen, I'm going to fuck her whole life up. Don't be mad. But so I just know myself. And I know, and there's nothing preventing me. It's more of when you, like, like you said, you know when you know that person, when you know that person and you know yourself, and you know that compatibility is not there, even if it's like, oh, but I really like you, but... You know, I'm not going to force something that doesn't make sense, that it's not going to work. We all have that one thing or two things that is like, okay, it's, it's, yeah, that card ain't, nope, gotta go. Okay. So that's how well, usually I, I got a question, Lord. When they gotta go, do you yes, just child. go and cut them off or do you string them along? Nah, so the, like I always say on this podcast, I got to hit that last lick. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> hey, I, listen. I respect I not, your honesty. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, if, if, but if you're my genuine person, I don't get that last lick. Because it's like, I know that even if we're not working out right now, I don't want to fuck it up. But if, it, but if it's like, oh, we're already detached and we both know, yo, Come on, shorty. I'm a I'm a string your ass like spaghetti all around Paris. I'll meatball and everything, just twirling that fork. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. okay. But so, at um, the end of the day, oh no, see, see, why aren't you married? Hold on, hold on. I gotta ask Lord a question real quick. When you ah, see it, when you see it, he about to ruin the whole. He about to ruin the whole cousin connection. We just had. I'm right? just I'm just asking. <laughs> better, exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, so, Go ahead, cousin. We'll be right. Uh-huh. When you say you get your light, your 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 last lick on, right? Yeah. If in that moment, if in that moment you're not feeling this person no more, how do you get yourself to get that last lick, bro? What? <laughs> Nigga, the feeling is the that feeling has nothing to do with sexual like connection. Mud. Nah, I'm 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 being genuine because when I if I if I'm literally being with you and I'm it's just you. I'm looking to build something. But if it's like, all right, yo, you 
you start to trip, but that, but that, but that, you can add like the, uh, the cat sound on this when you actually put the podcast out, <laughs> but that zone, it's slapping. It's cool. But you know, they always say the craziest one have the best. Yeah. No. So it's like, I enjoyed it, but at the end of the day, that's not something I hold much as value as actually building so that gene foundation. you settle for boring sex for a good marriage? You can teach you can teach somebody to, to have sex with you, but you cannot teach somebody to have common sense to, to, to know how to treat your family, know how to treat your kids, know how to treat you. Nah, that, that, that's something that has to be built. But sex? So you would get married with a woman that gives you boring sex and you're not going to cheat on her. And none of that, or whatever the case is, for her to understand your family and you. If she's willing to learn, I'm willing to teach. And as far as that, you say, is that for on the sex life or just your cultural you, life? You asked on sex. So I'm that's I'm giving you the answer on sex. If okay. you want to talk about culture, that's more in depth, and that's too many different strings. We on 15, 15, negative 1540. <laughs> no, but I'm just asking on par as for it to be a successful marriage. So you can teach her the sex or whatever the case is that might not be interested in her or this or third, where that makes you end up cheating on her. No, I, why are you fishing towards the cheating? Not every man. No, men the reason why I'm fishing towards cheating because if she's not going to give you like the whole ball game, the aspect, you might dip off. That's what I'm All just right. putting out there. All right. Let me let me give you a let me let me not do a tile summary, but I'm gonna give you a lord quick and sweet summary. All right. Okay. Let's start from the beginning when we spoke about men and okay. men not being faithful and so forth and what you would allow and all that. I I I have to get to know you for quite for some some time. Like I don't have sex with a woman who I don't see myself having a child with. Okay. So, so now we're on the second floor. Let's let's hit the third button. All right. At this point, the foundation is already built. That means we're 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 rising up. We're trying to get to the penthouse. Okay. The sex to me, the sex comes in between all those levels. Meaning, I I will I will figure out how sexual she is. This, that, and the third. It's like you if you pay attention, you will know. Mm-hmm. If she's like, oh, I'm, I don't want to have to. I'm still a virgin. I'm like, all right, well, you give top though. Like, what you doing? Like, you gonna like? Are we sexually compatible? Like, I have a high sex drive, so like you, and, and I will communicate that with her. Like, this is who I am. This is what I'm. I, hey, if you don't, if you're not interested in that, okay. Are you willing to learn? If she's like, nah, my mom and dad don't do that, so I'm not doing that. I say, all right, go, go, go back to your mother's house. Okay. It's like the same way, and it's and it's reciprocated though. It's not just one way. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn her, figure out what she loves, what she does not like, because my habits aren't gonna always be the same as her habits. For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not single because I want to. It's just these streets been dangerous lately. And when you say the streets been dangerous, what are you encountering where you feel like the streets are dangerous? I'm sitting at the penthouse looking down with my telescope and I'm seeing how these women are walking around. I'm saying, eh, so this is what they're doing nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, nah, nah. Take me to the king. But you, you never say, what is it that is 
making you be single? What is it that these women are showing you that that's a deal breaker for you? Charlie, the connection, mama. If it's not okay. there, it's not there. If we're, reading, if we're reading the same Bible, but you are doing a different chapter, I we're reading the same scripture, the same verse, but then you're explaining in a different way. I'm like, no, I don't think you get it. No, uh. so for God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son versus Genesis where God is telling you he created the um, moon and the earth or whatever. That's two ball games for you. Oh, I don't give it. Girl, I feel like you interviewed me now and everybody not even in this goddamn conversation. I mean, everybody else is in the conversation, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I just you, want to know listen, where you felt like the you. scriptures are different. I may be in the New Testament and you in the Old Testament. I'm oh, shit. Here it comes again. Oh, here that mm -hmm. thing come again. Oh, Lord. They didn't brought the whole new one over again. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just asking what okay, makes so, the difference of what's your deal breaker. It's nothing where it's only to you, but I'm just saying in general, like what's everybody my, looking for with people? My deal breaker, my deal breaker is, is a close-minded person. Okay. But, but one thing I love is a woman or a person. It doesn't even have to be a woman. Someone who's assertive, like who's assertive about who they are, and when it comes to their their passion, their belief, and what they hold value to themselves. Yeah, I love that as well. But at the same time, the the statement "agree to disagree" is also also plays a factor. But not everybody's able to accept that when it comes to a relationship because of okay. the values they hold based on their belief or their opinion. For me, I'm a more, I'm I'm a very open minded person. A lot of different factors come into play when it comes to the values of like the importance of having a child, raising a family, you know, running a household. Those things are important. You can't go in the relationship without having those conversations. But like the little knickknacks and little things, it's like, girl, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll like agree to disagree. Sorry. Right. We'll talk about that one later. I will change your mind when you're getting these backstrokes. Don't worry. Wow. <laughs> okay. But, but other than that, it's just more of communicating, connecting, understanding. That that's there's if you don't have that, those eh, you know go walk. But at least they know. So oh, um the um uh the girl that also was there um from the beginning. How do you feel about that communicating? Her name, or her name is Therese. Therese. She said, oh, shit, girl, yeah. I read your lips. <laughs> she laughed. She laughed. I just wanted to know what was her ball game on that. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. So how do you feel about that? Like, the communicating, the, you know, his scenario of all these things. Like, if you already know what you're bringing to the table and this, that, and the third, what do you expect from a man? That's a lot of things um, that I do expect. That list is long. And extensive. Um, but um, if you're like um, a um, a breadwinner, you know what it, what you want as far as like children. You know what you want as far as um, your living situation. Uh -huh. I don't understand the question. So I don't understand question, the question. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just don't understand the question. So my question is, if you're already a breadwinner, and you already know what you can bring to a table to a man, 
what could he bring to you for you to receive him? That's what I'm saying. It's a long list. We can stay here all night. I would <laughs> think that he could, he should at least bring close, if not more than what I'm bringing to okay. the table in every aspect. And that really has very, not a whole lot to do with finances. But So if you have to like um, break down like, okay, he might not bring all that to the table for you. What would you break down where you will like let slide for yourself to get that love? I'm sorry. I, I think it's my side. You keep cutting out so I can't hear you. So what would you like? Sacrifice. Let, yeah. What would you sacrifice for you to get the love? It would, it would depend on what's lacking. Mm. You make more money than him. That's definitely not an issue at all. That okay. is, yeah. <laughs> my, my, there's more things than money, even though money can be a deal breaker. But if you make money the center of it all, it would be the center of it all. But that is important too. But it, it would it would just depend on what's missing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your answer, Micah? Oh, sorry. Before we close. No, I don't. Do you I have children? Do you have children? I don't have children. Okay. So and I tend to be just where I'm at in my life. I'm at a level that is above many men that I know, like financially. And I don't usually hold finances against people. As long as my emotional, mental, and physical needs are met. Um, I'm willing to compromise for financial, but I think that it that goes the same for like if my financial, physical, and mental needs are met, I might compromise my emotional, um, and things like and that changes for all four of them. But I'm also at a stage in my life where I'm single and I enjoy being single, and I have men who meet different needs of mine. Okay, so I'll probably get married when I find a man who meets all of my needs and he also wants me because I, it's not that I'm pursuing a man a man is usually pursuing me you don't know nothing but I'm gonna tell you something so would you take care of a man because you love him it depends on the situation are my other needs being met and we're just financial I don't know if we're married at the end of the day, our finances become one. And the things, my investments, the things I put my money in usually pay me back. I'm, it's not just my money that we're running off of. And I eventually want to be in a lifestyle where our finances are one and neither one of us have to work. So right. that's just not a mindset finances money is just not a limitation for me well mm -hmm. michael i'm just letting you know um, even I'm if i'm for sugar mama <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm just put me in your roster stop playing i'm trying i'm trying to give you kids and take care of you don't want my roster Ooh, spicy well i know how to make roster pasta that's as close as your roster gonna get, but you anyway. say you're not making her roster, not roster <laughs> pasta. <laughs> Go ahead, AK. If I ask this question, we're gonna stay here for the next two hours. So let's <laughs> okay. 
That's just close. Not all our segments. Yes. <laughs> the replacement of JB. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I don't know, man. I keep hearing Mario. I keep hearing Mario beat. You know, Mario, Mario B. Yeah, you keep hearing Mario B in my headphones, man. China probably heck. Are you playing video game? <laughs> but um yeah, Mike, I hope I hope you know you find out man who would meet all the needs. But then hold on, Ooh. sorry. Let me ask you this question. If you have multiple men who are taking care of multiple different needs, how do you expect to find one man who will come and replace all these multiple men? Ooh. Great question. Who are you talking to? I think that Micah. Ah, I think that truthfully, me being completely honest, when there's the person, it doesn't matter if they meet all of those needs or not, they're the person. And I'll just know. Damn, you one of us now, huh? I guess when you know, you know. I absolutely <laughs> believe. I mean, I honestly feel that way. But okay. it's also a little different as a woman because it's like, I'm not, I may know a person, but that person may not be interested in pursuing me. Because mm. I'm not pursuing, okay, I know that was a person, they're not pursuing, okay, whatever, let's move along. There's another person who is pursuing me, and they might also be a person. I believe we have multiple loves in this lifetime, and the love you end up with is the love you feel you deserve. So, if you feel like you deserve that broke love, you're going to get that broke love. If you believe you deserve that wealthy love, you're going to get that wealthy love. And if you don't believe love is real, you're not going to find love. You're going to find that man who just wants you for whatever you got, and they may meet the rest of your needs uh, however, however you feel they need it because you don't believe in love. But you get what you're looking for. That's what I feel. Um, okay. um, you know, like, as this would say, man plans, God does what he comes and he creates his own. He comes and tells you <laughs> what you were thinking. I had these plans for you. So you take this and not what you think you have in your own head. You know what I mean? Some of us want, want women who make millions too, but that's a dream that will come true. Maybe someday or not, but either way, it is what it is. Um, I hope you find your, you know, I hope everybody find their millionaire, man. Not money-wise, money-wise as well, but find a millionaire rich in character. You know, they're driving a Subaru, but yet they have two million in the in the bank. You know what I'm saying? And things like that. So, yeah, find your soulmate, guys. Find your soulmate. If it's three of them, please. Amen. Go for it. All three of them. All three of them with full chest. Go Listen, for I got two. I need another. More, one. The more the riches. I, mean, I was not saying you should go for three per se, but if you if the two is do, don't go <laughs> and travel. <laughs> two, two. If the two is so. You find you find three all at once. You might as well just be the second coming of Jesus because that, <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's hard enough to find one. If okay. you find three all at the same time. Well, you stroke, stroke good. You, you, you need to start traveling and doing. I give you 100. Uh, three, like, 25, 25, 25. And then there's another extra 25 that is just there just in case she wanted to be, you know, the man and woman at the same time. But anyways, I'm just talking shit. Listen, um, in conclusion, people, in conclusion, man. Um, um, what are our conclusions? Please, please. I beg. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have uh, this thing. I don't, in any order. 
Let's start off with the with the guest. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, Mimi. We cannot hear you. No, unmute. You haven't been using that button very much lately. In this so, <laughs> in conclusion, in conclusion, love who's gonna love you, and go with the rotation and the flow. So, if you're gonna be like thirsty and looking for love, it's not gonna find you. But if you keep calm and you like just go with the flow and life finds you where somebody's gonna just approach you, take that to initiative and just go with that. But don't be sitting there chasing it and be a thirsty person and run into the first person that approach you. Let life be and just love wherever love is gonna take you. And that's just how I see it. But don't be like that oh, this guy hit me up today and I'm just going to run to, yo, give me this, give me that, or I want this, I want that. It's going to come so fluent for you and so understanding for you where you don't even feel like you have to do too much for it. And that's where I feel like true love is going to come. And before we go to the next person, can you go ahead and just let everybody know your social media tags and everything so they can like, be able to like reach out follow you and so forth. So I'm Misha and my social media tag is me underscore B B E E underscore one. And then I have the ITA wine candle and that's just ITA wine candle straight I T I A H wine candle. And we're just going to go from there. But like I said, love those who love you and love them back. And we Mm -hmm. out here. (laughs) <laughs> and for those who don't remember it, we're gonna make sure we're gonna make sure to tag it under the post on on all the social media platforms. And uh, yeah, while I'm talking, let me go ahead and just get my own conclusion out the way. Uh, don't for- be scared to explore, huh? I said you forgot your comment. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> don't be don't be afraid to explore. Don't be afraid to to learn new things, adventures, and uh love people from different spaces and backgrounds because that's the only way you, you actually learn about life and travel more and uh yeah most of all man love more and keep peace what was my other comment please tell me <laughs> i'm actually curious oh okay all right gotcha 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 but i must say this open to cultural because honestly the different cultural the different culture is really going to give you like that that love that you're looking for and that you know peace that you are going to go for honestly um i wouldn't want to say what i want to say but if you brought up through cultural and like cultural standards you're going to get more than what you need to in like love and marriage and like i said i'm not going to bring out certain cultures who don't have it but if your background is like nigerian or from africa or from the caribbean it's totally different and that's just where we're going to put it out there yeah man it was it was a wonderful podcast appreciate everybody that came through appreciate misha for showing out um i'll definitely just let everybody know um just no you gotta know yourself know thyself know the lane you run in know who you are. Um, don't compare yourself. You know what I'm saying? Be confident in what you're going through. Uh, 
be open to new experiences. So, you know, I always say um, experience is the best teacher in life. Uh, it's a lot of things that um, you may not know, but you know what I'm saying? You can find out through experience. Don't be scared or shy to ask someone information if you don't know something. Uh, I'm a big believer in why take the long route if you can clearly see someone that done something or tried something you're trying to do, learn from them, make the route shorter and get to where you're trying to get to. Um, and then, yeah, man, you know, when it comes to love, you know what I'm saying? I'm always spreading love. Uh, you got to love yourself first before you love anybody else. And, you know, you don't got to feel pressure in life when it comes to certain accolades or things. Like, take your time. Uh, I believe God's timing is the best timing. When that girl, when that guy, when the time is right, they're going to come. Just make sure you're doing the best that you can do at that moment. And, you know what I'm saying, you'll you'll meet that opportunity when it comes. Other than that, love everybody. See you on the next podcast. I'll follow Shefty and disagree with one of his conclusions. Sometimes the right person don't come at the right time because it doesn't exist for everybody it's good to be hopeful but just because just because you prepare for it doesn't mean it's gonna happen that's just life it sucks that would not be anybody's portion on this podcast in jesus name amen, amen. and we hope for that <laughs> but the reality you know, of it is reality is you don't know. If it was not your time, it was not your time. Whether you're rushing, yep. it's not your time. But you have your time. I mean, Thank I you. guess. But it still don't happen for everybody. Even if everybody wait their turn, there's not enough people for that to happen. Anyways. But yes, now that's because some people were not were not were not meant to experience that. You know what I'm saying? They were they were they were born to exist in different realms of things. To do different things, but not that particular thing. Not everybody's supposed to be married, and not everybody's supposed to fall in love. As yeah. harsh as that, as harsh as that may, uh, may sound, but not everybody's meant to fall in love. Some people don't even can ever afford it. So please, sorry, continue. No, you just made my point for me. That's it. But all in all, it does not excuse you from putting the work that is required. Right. At least if you're expecting something, you would have to put in that work towards that thing. Because if nothing else, um, you have improved and bettered yourself, even if that thing doesn't come. Hard work is not about what you get. It's about who it makes you. And see y'all next week. Um, in conclusion, you know, after being a little late, hey, y'all, hey, I didn't get to say hey at the beginning. And I'm so sad about it. But I, from what I heard, um, yeah, just be yourself. It's not live your life for yourself, for the best of yourself. Don't try to impress anybody else. Um, love authentically and genuinely. Don't live for love, but love to live, you know? Um because really, if you don't love, give love, you're really not living. Because that's just a natural part of love. I mean, of life. Um, yeah, and just don't do things in life in general for other people. Do it for yourself and be authentic to you. All right. Yeah, so good night, guys. Let love find you and don't go look for love. That's how I see it. Um. It's one life to live. 
<laughs> and live it. Y'all love into that. Uh, and shout out to all of y'all because y'all are like a really good, re- like a really great group to talk to. And I enjoyed this podcast and I enjoyed everybody's different perspective on everything. And um, like I said, let love find you because if you're going to go looking for it, you're going to look for it in the wrong places. And uh, that sucks. So shout out to everybody that was on this podcast. Y'all's been real. I love it. And have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Night. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I think I'll end with uh, Psalm 37.4. Um, it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Right. And uh, ultimately, God's promises never return void. Um, there's a lot of colloquialism and a lot of human wisdom around a lot of things that really make sense to people only because they're not rooted, right? He says he will give you your heart's desires, right? So if you desire to be married, he's going to do it, right? If you desire to be rich, he's going to do it, right? If you desire to drive a certain car, he's going to do it. He is not a man that should lie. And the reason why people are so jaded is because they're just not doing it God's way. So my encouragement is in understanding that God is still God today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And that if you trust him and do it his way, you will get the desires of your heart. I'll see you on the next one. But John 3.16 also hits. So always follow John 3.16. (laughs) I might not be truly to the church, but spiritually, I always know John 3.16 always speaks the word. So always think of it too. Definitely. Definitely. Amen. Hey, Pastor, <clears throat> please take us out of church. Thank you. And please, guys, text me your addresses so I can send you all candles, okay? Yeah. I want that. I want that naked booty job. I'll send it to you, you know, everybody on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just give me your, your addresses, you know. Um, and then, I was know, a Pharisee. We'll, all right. we'll we'll go from there, you know. Yeah. So Merry Christmas, and I'll send it to you all. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. All thank right. You. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. So, um, man, y'all don't hurt the people, man. This is an extensive one. We went from negative five to negative forty-two. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Can I say, you know, <laughs> we're not working out here. We're working, working. You know what I mean? Um. Definitely appreciate everybody's um, input here, chiming in in what we should perform. Um, I would say, end of the day, you came into this world alone. You know, when when those lips opened up and you know you came out, you were alone. Even though you know you came out of your mom's, mm-hmm, and the doctor caught you, but again, you came out without clothes. So remember, when you go. Unless it's an accident that are many people in a car or a plane, <laughs> you'll go alone, probably your bed. Who knows? So do what makes you happy. Um, do what makes you happy. Do what you know that deep in your heart. When you sleep at night, you know what I mean? You can actually sleep and not be contemplating. And most of all, you know, like most of us, you know, put God first and everything, you know, if you can. If you cannot, wake up and try to follow the day because we're all a work in progress. Um, Marry that man that, you know, marry that man that you know got a lot of money. And marry that woman too that got a lot of money too. 
it's not only you know thing does not only go on goes both ways but make sure that you also get your own too so that you don't turn a slave to somebody um Thanks. again keep god first you know love more if you're not loving i don't know what you're doing probably doing something right who knows <laughs> But anyways, man, let me stop talking, man. Let me stop talking. This PWC cast, man, I'm here with good peoples. Uh, Micah, T, Chef T, Aziz, uh, Lord, myself, Uncle AK, MCJB um, is out today. Probably going for like a month. So those of you who love hearing his voice, brace yourself for the next month. I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to be chewing popcorn listening to this so you can hear yourself chew the popcorn as you listen to this. I don't know. Find whatever it is I got to find to, you know, numb that. Um... Anyways, man, this episode is sponsored by SITM Podcast. Go follow them on all social platforms and all social platforms. SITM Podcast is unique like that. And while you're at it, follow us, PWC. Um, follow us at PWC Cast on all social platforms and Palm Wine Central Podcast. There you got to type that sucker out from all the way um, on all streaming platforms. Yes, we're on all streaming platforms. You know what I mean? Hit that um, bell to get notifications on a weekly basis of uh, how we drop them. This episode, we might probably be two because there's a Q&A and then we'll have an original episode. Um, that's what we're trying to do lately. So um, you get two episodes from us a week. Enjoy. We're out here.